about the best of life in Harrogate. This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Hi, uh, my name is Pete Edgerton and welcome to another Your Harrogate Podcast. Thank you very much if you're listening in your favourite podcast location or perhaps our website, yourharrogate.co.uk. Plenty to click back through, including a brand new podcast series, Songs on the Stray, all thanks to Harrogate Bid. Every single week, Nick Hancock speaks to a rather famous face from the Harrogate area who talks about living and working in the area and also chooses six songs songs that are particularly personal to them. Two episodes to listen to right now and also on the radio every single Sunday lunchtime from 12 noon. Now, in this particular episode of the podcast, I'm focusing on an amazing charity feat in memory of a kettle sing mum, Philippa Badger, who was taken far too soon and very suddenly at the age of 42 last April to a type of blood cancer. Philippa died in just 36 hours, leaving behind three young children and her other half, James Badger. James is an absolute tower of strength and alongside three friends in just over a week's time from when this podcast is released on the 12th of April, they're going to be cycling from Land's End to John O'Groats and hoping to raise thousands of pounds in the process. Without further ado, Here's James with the story. This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Thank you, Pete. Thanks for your time. So on the 23rd of April, which will be a year after my wife died, I'm going to be cycling with three friends from Land's End, so the bottom of Cornwall, to John O'Groats, top of Scotland, over eight days. So that's going to be about 200 kilometres a day, which is going to be about 10 to 12 hours in the saddle a day for eight days in a row, which... um, yeah, it's going to be some challenge. It is going to be some challenge because I always think that way, it all seems uphill. It does, yeah. And you look at the weather map and it's uphill, but fortunately we start at sea level and finish at sea level. So it all evens out, but it uh, doesn't make it any easier. So if we can go back to an absolute, I mean, I don't know even how you, you kind of deal with something like this, but last April, it was so sudden, wasn't it, when Philip passed away? Yeah, and it was it was last Easter, really. So last Easter, we were out in the sunshine on the Yorkshire coast, and my wife, Philippa, who was 42, was saying, well, my legs are a bit achy. She was a bit tired, seems a bit out of sorts. Uh, that was on the bank holiday Monday. So Philippa went to see our GP in Burstwith on the, on the Wednesday, and the GP said, well, you look absolutely fine, but let me do some tests. And she tested... Philippa's blood oxygen and said, well, your blood oxygen levels are dropping. You should go and get a blood test. So we went into Harrogate Hospital and very, very sadly, this was on the Wednesday, um, that the results came back almost straight away and said that Philippa had acute myeloid leukemia, which is a type of blood cancer. And immediately the NHS were brilliant, but they put Philippa onto a blood transfusion, started chemotherapy that night and said, we're working to cure you. It was all all very sudden. And within 36 hours, very, very sadly, on the Friday morning, Philippa died and hadn't had a chance to say goodbye to the children, didn't talk to the children at all. We've got three children who are are now 13, 11, and 7. And, yeah, it was just so out of the blue, so sudden. Wow. It's just... Well, when I first read your story... It was absolutely heartbreaking, as I'm sure everybody has said, and I'm so, so sorry for, for your loss. Was there absolutely no no other signs leading up to that day? No. 
Philippa had been very active and very healthy and had had nothing that she could put her finger on in terms of any change in, in her health at all. And when we went to see the consultant in the hospital, they, Philippa said, well, have I, have I been, have I had this leukemia in my system for a long time? And the consultant said, well, very sadly, you've, it's probably only been in your system for a couple of weeks and it's so quick in terms of how rapid it attacks you that we wouldn't have identified it earlier if you had a blood test previously. So, yeah, Pete, it was just, it was, our, our lives changed overnight going from normal to just trying to cope with what was such an awful and it is a terrible situation. Yeah, absolutely. Like a bomb going off, you know, it's, it's, it's just... I can't imagine, you know, how, well, what kind of things have, have you done to cope as a standalone parent yeah. now? Presumably you've, you've got other family and friends who've rallied around you. That's right. Family and friends rallied around me. Uh, we've had some great support from Just Be, who are a charity in Harrogate who specialise in bereavement support for children. Uh, and so they've been great. Some of my children have been talking to them. So big thanks to the team at Just Be, um, the children's schools, have been really supportive. Uh, Belmont Grosvenor, where Thomas goes, has been very, very supportive to Thomas, giving the children that that sort of special attention. And yeah, it's it's amazing how many friends and family rally around and, and really support you. And it's so true when you know they say a friend in need is a friend indeed. It's been brilliant to have that support. Well, I'm I'm really really glad, you know, for your sake and for the children's sake as well that you you've had that support. I'm assuming it's it's a rare form of leukemia, is it? But is that typical, how quick it attacks the body? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have known so much about leukemia before Philippa had it, but there's a lot of different types of leukemia, lots of different types of blood cancer. And, and sadly, the acute myeloid leukemia, sometimes known as AML that Philippa had, is quite common amongst adults. Well, one in 20 of us will get a type of blood cancer in our lives. So it is it is more common than, than you think. A lot of people may get it later in their lives, but one in 20. And the type of leukemia that Philippa had has only got a 10% survival rate. So it's very, very serious. Whereas the great work that's been done over the last 30 or 40 years, you might remember Ian Botham in the 1980s, 1990s, raising the profile for leukemia research, particularly on childhood leukemia. And on the childhood leukemia survival rates, Back in the 1980s, the survival rate was 10%, and now it's over 85%. And I'm hoping that through some of the research that I'm hoping to fund, that we can, in a way, improve that survival rate for the type of leukemia that Philippa had from the 10% it is currently now to more like the 85% that it is on the childhood leukemia. It needs to increase, doesn't it? It's just horrific. Um, and, And how you've managed to gather this strength within and, and even talk about it, let alone do this challenge. So, so who kind of planted the seed of doing a cycle ride? When did that come to fruition? You're right in that I needed to have something to focus on because part of, I think, the grieving process is to have something where I can feel like I can make a difference and raising money for the charity was something I wanted to do. And I think Yorkshire over the last, maybe 10 years since they had the Grand Depart for the Tour de France. As cycling has become very popular, and with the UCI World Championships in 2019, I thought maybe I should give cycling a go. I've never never done any cycling before. And so, as lots of people did during lockdown, I got into doing a bit of cycling. So although I'd done small rides, or 20, 40-kilometer rides around the area, I thought, well, 
why don't I set myself a big challenge? And I was inspired by Ian Botham's and then John O'Groats. I thought, well, I could do that. Why don't I try and cycle that? And when I researched it, lots of people will do the ride in 10 days, 12 days, 14 days. I thought, well, let's challenge myself to do it in as short a period as possible. So in eight days, 200 kilometers a day, 10 to 12 hours of cycling, eight days in a row is going to be challenging. Um, and so that inspired me. And, and I've managed to get three friends signed up to cycle with me, three local friends, Richard Baldwin, Adam Ellis, and Anthony Fraser. So the four of us are going to do the challenge together. We'll all we'll cycle all 1,600 kilometers together. And um, it's going to be a big feat if we, if we get to the end. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. What about the other guys? Have, have they got any cycling history or are they in the same boat like you that they've never done it before? Yeah, we're, we're all sort of the classic middle-aged men in, in Lycra, I suppose, where you get to that period in your life where you're looking for something to keep fit and, and you might not be, say, able to play football or, or rugby maybe as you did when you were younger. And um, cycling's worked for all of us. So, yeah, we're all... I would say very, very casual cyclists who have uh, been inspired to do a lot of training over the last six months in planning and readiness for, for the ride in, in on the 23rd of April. Well, I'm sure Philip will be looking down incredibly proud of you, but maybe having a giggle at, uh, as to what you look like in Lycra as well, potentially, yeah? Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's not the most flattering of, of uh, materials. <laughs> and, 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 the, and I think the other thing that would make us smile is... Um, We'll be going uh, after each day having an ice bath. So I've, I've oh, been wow. in the last couple of weeks using an ice bath after training rides. And um, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty brutal getting into a bath of ice after, the, uh, after you've done any exercise. What about your awesome trio at home, the children? What have they made of it and, and how are they supporting you? Yeah, the children, so Isabel and Alice and Thomas, are really supportive. I'm sure they're very proud and they are going to come up after school on the Friday so the last two days come and meet us in Scotland and we'll be there at the finish line as well Pete so it'll be great to have their support and um, they enjoy pottering about a little bit on their bikes but um, they're not doing the 1600 kilometres with me that would be a little bit too much maybe in a few years time when dad is a seasoned cyclist that you can all do it together we can repeat it yeah that might be a challenge <laughs> in 10 years time so just remind us again of the of the dates james when it starts uh, and when you're aiming to finish so we're going to start on sunday the 23rd of april so it will be first thing in the morning from land's end and we'll be finishing on the 30th of april so the sunday eight days later at john o'groats in scotland so that's the bank holiday weekend just before the bank holiday monday so we've got a bank holiday monday to recover before getting back to work on the Tuesday, uh, if we can stand up. Wow. Take a few more days off. They'll allow you, James. Go on, <laughs> do it. Um, so, I mean, with regards to the general public and um, the communities around the Harrogate area and beyond, um, here's hoping plenty of people are listening to this podcast right now. What do you need from them? Simple donations or do you need other things? Do you need businesses to step up and sponsor anything or... Well, we've had some great support from some local businesses already. So the JTT 600 business is lending us a vehicle that we're using as a support vehicle to ferry spare parts about and so on. So great thanks to that team. But yes, no, we've got a Just Giving page. It's very easy to find. It's just my wife's name, Philippa Badger. If you just look at that up on Just Giving, we've raised £40,000 so far. Amazing. I'm looking to raise... I'm looking to raise a hundred thousand pounds 
if possible, this year and over the next three years, raise £300,000. And the reason, Pete, while I'm looking to raise £300,000 is that to fund a university research professional project on the type of leukemia that Philip has had is going to take a three-year project and that typically costs £300,000. So I'm looking to be able to fund research by some of the best experts we've got in the world. There's a professor at Cardiff University called Professor Tonks, Alex Tonks, who may well do the work. And I've spoken to him and well, it's very exciting about some of the things they want to explore. They just need the funds to be able to do it. Well, I wish you all the luck in the world. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. I know you will have been told this many, many times before, but seriously, you are a tower of strength. You are amazing. Um, And I mean that from the bottom of my heart, the fact that you can even talk about it, let alone do this challenge and raise all this money. But um, all your family, Philip is going to be looking down, smiling, so proud of you. And keep us posted. Let us know how you get on. No, I will do, Pete. And if you want to follow us, we're on Instagram, Team Badger the Jog, and we'll be posting videos each day. We've got a drone that will be taking some aerial footage, so you'll be able to follow our progress. If anyone wants to follow progress, Instagram, Team Badger the Jog. You'll have a game.